Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be going back to the basics a little bit and talk about T4 to T3 conversion. This is also referred to as peripheral thyroid conversion or just thyroid conversion in general. And this is, in my opinion, probably the single most important aspect of thyroid function that all thyroid patients should be aware of. And it is very unlikely that you learned about this from your doctor. It's also very unlikely that your doctor is even really aware of it or willing to test for it. So it's gonna be important for you to understand it on your own. If you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist and I specialize in helping people with thyroid problems, helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. But today is about the thyroid. More specifically, it is about T4 to T3 conversion. So I wanna explain what this is briefly. We'll just talk about what the process is. We'll talk about why you care, should care more about T3 over any other thyroid hormone in the body. Then we'll also talk about important factors which make this process go more smoothly and more rapidly, and also factors which slow it down, which make it less likely to occur the way that you want it to. So really what this is, what is T4 to T3 conversion? It is the process in which your body activates thyroid hormone. So most, most of the thyroid hormone in your body is in the T4 form, okay? And it isn't really active in this form. In fact, it must be altered ever so slightly by an enzyme called D2. Now what this enzyme does is it really just, you can imagine they're, they're named T4 and T3 because of the amount of iodine molecules on each one of these. So what D2 does is it cleaves off one of these, you know, just chop, chop, chops it right off. And it turns that into T3. So instead of having four T4, it has three. Okay, so that's really what this process is doing. Now you should care a lot about this because T3 is 300 times, yes, 300, 300 times more active than T4. So whatever T4 is doing in your body, it will take 300 of these to do what the work of one T3 will do. Okay, so really you only care about getting more T3. Now doctors know this. In fact, this is just thyroid physiology 101. In fact, we learned this in medical school. So why doesn't your doctor know about it or seem to care? Well, here's the issue. Doctors prescribe medications in this form. Yes, that means they are prescribing you medications like levothyroxine and Synthroid, which are not activated. These medications, in order to be used by the body, must be activated. They must be acted upon by this D2, it must cleave one of these iodines off, and then it'll turn into T3 and it, can be, and it can become activated. So they know this, right? But they make the assumption that all of the T4 they give you in the form of medication, so all of the level thyroxine, all of the Synthroid that you're taking in a pill, you're swallowing it into your mouth, it's getting into your body, they assume that all this T4 is going to be turned into T3 without any issue. Okay? They're ignoring all of these other factors. They assume that this will happen at 100%. You know, uh, it will happen all the time, uh, no matter how much, no matter what's going on in your body. They just believe that this will be happening all the time. The problem is, at least 20% of people don't do this very well due to one thing, and that's genetics. Okay, so everybody has a different rate at which this enzyme works, and this isn't specific to the thyroid, by the way. There are other enzymes in your body which are altered by your genetics, including things like the MTHFR genetic mutation and so on. This happens in your liver for your ability to metabolize drugs, antidepressants, everything, you name it. Okay, all these enzymes, all these enzymes are impacted by your genetics. Okay, and so we know that at least 20% of people do not convert T4 to T3 very well, okay, because of their genetics. So at minimum, 20% of you, that's one out of five people listening to this, are not going to do this process very well, very well, which means that you're not going to do very well on level thyroxine and Synthroid. 
Now, that doesn't include all these other factors which we're going to talk about because there, it also turns out that many other things can influence either positively or negatively how well this process works. So let's talk about some of these things that, that affect it negatively first. It, this means if you have any of these things that we're going to talk about here, including this one over here, if any of these things are present in your body, your body will not, your thyroid will not work as well in converting T4 to T3, which means you're not going to get the molecule that is 300 times more biologically active than the T4. It will stay in T, as T4 in your body, or worse, it will turn into reverse T3. I have another video talking about reverse T3, um, and so you, I would recommend you check that out, but today I just want to focus on the T4 to T3 conversion aspect. So let's talk about these issues which slow down this conversion process. The first is inflammation, okay? Inflammation of any type in your body, anywhere, slows down T4 to T3 conversion. Now, this should be particularly concerning to those people who have Hashimoto's. Remember, Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease of the thyroid gland, and it is associated with inflammation. So people who have Hashimoto's already do not convert T4 to T3 very well because of their Hashimoto's, let alone whatever's going on with genetics and so on and all these other factors. So you should be aware of that. Another big one is lack of sleep. So anything that's going to cause extra stress on your body is going to either contribute because of inflammation or contribute because of cortisol and slow down that conversion process. So lack of sleep is another big one. So one of the things, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not sleeping well, let's say eight hours at least a night and you have thyroid problems and you know you have conversion problems, you've got to get that sleep under control. The next thing is anything that reduces your calories. So your body, your thyroid, remember, it controls your metabolism. So if you do not feed your body enough, it will slow down your metabolism and it will do that by slowing down thyroid function. And it knows that because if you, if you cause some metabolic damage, which means your metabolism has been slowed by dieting, what, it will, what your body will do is it will slow down the conversion of T4 to T3 and instead increase its conversion of T4 to reverse T3 or just keep higher levels of T4 in your body. And again, that will slow down your metabolism and make future weight loss efforts much more difficult. Anything that has any condition which causes intestinal problems or intestinal inflammation will also reduce T4 to T3 conversion. Um, a large percentage, something like 20% or more, of this conversion process occurs inside your intestinal tract. So if you have any sort of issue like um, yeast overgrowth or small intestinal bacteria overgrowth um, or any sort of uh, issue which is changing the, the good bacteria in your gut, all of those issues, GERD is another example, all of these intestinal issues can slow down T4 to T3 conversion because they're impacting the site where it is occurring. Remember, 20% at least, depending on which study you look at, of this conversion occurs in your intestinal tract itself. Stress, we kind of talked about that when we talked of lack of sleep. So remember, you gotta be managing your stress as well if you're stressed out. Another big one is prescription medications, and I'll lift this up so you can see it. That's RX, which stands for prescription. Um, I have a whole video that I just did recently talking about medications which negatively impact thyroid function, not even including thyroid medication absorb absorption, but thyroid function. And one of the ways they do that is by impacting or slowing down this conversion process. Another big one are, are endocrine disrupting chemicals. Now these are chemicals which need to be detoxed out of your body. They're chemicals you come into contact with on a daily basis, okay? Flame retardants, um, uh, certain chemicals found in plastics and so on. If you're heating up your plastics inside the microwave, a little bit of those plastics are being absorbed in your food. You're swallowing them, they're getting inside your body, and then you have to deal with them. And it turns out that they actually negatively impact your thyroid. Now, most of the time, these things don't cause a big deal, but certain people are more sensitive because they don't have the right enzymes and they do cause a big deal in some people. And then another important one would be infections. This includes infections of any kind, okay? But most commonly, we're talking about viral infections like Epstein-Barr virus, um, because that's one that can trigger Hashimoto's 
and also EBV stays in your body long term, right? Some of these some of these infections, especially viral infection infections, stick around for a very long time. And if they're sticking around, they're causing inflammation, then you have two reasons why your T4 to T3 conversion may not be, you know, up to snuff, so to speak. But the good news is, just like there are things which reduce the the how well your body converts T4 to T3, there are also things that you can take which increase it. Okay, so I have the little positive signs here. So any of these things, if added, will help this process go along. Any of these things that we just talked about down here, they have a negative effect on this enzyme and therefore slow down the T4 to T3 conversion process. So let's talk about these things that you can do which help your body convert T4 into T3. And a lot of these will probably make sense. Um, some of them are supplements and some of them are lifestyle um, uh, therapies that you can use. So the first one is exercise. I have a whole video talking about the type of exercises you should do if you have um, if you're a thyroid patient, including doing things like cycle syncing. So if you're a woman and you're looking to increase or reduce the stress that exercise can cause on your body, look into that video on cycle syncing, which is very important because it matches the intensity of your exercise, which is important here, because if you over-exercise, you can actually cause harm to the thyroid. So you wanna match the intensity of your exercise to what's happening in your body. The rate and the intensity at which you can exercise depends on adrenal function, where you're at in your cycle, and a number of other factors. But if exercise is done correctly, it can absolutely stimulate the thyroid and actually be a good thing. The next would be something called guggle extract. So guggle is something, well, we'll talk about selenium and zinc because we use kind of all these as supplements. But these three supplements can be used and taken by mouth to help, help this enzyme work a little bit better. So this D2 enzyme can actually function better in the presence of um, higher levels of these nutrients. Now, Gugo, Selenium, and Zinc, I put in my T3 Conversion Booster Supplement. Um, it's sold out right now, so it's not available. But just so you're aware, these are very uh, important supplements at helping this process go along. Another thing would be probiotics, right? So if you come down here, remember when I mentioned the intestinal issues. So anything that causes intestinal issues will slow it down. But if you take probiotics, you may be able to reverse that. You may be able to increase the amount of good bacteria found in your gut. You may be able to reduce the amount of inflammation found in the gut lining or reduce things like leaky gut or intestinal permeability. And if you do that, and you can do that by taking probiotics and prebiotics and, and other um, gut-related supplements, by the way, L-glutamine would be one of those. These things can help repair the gut and then therefore help this process work. The same, same kind of concept goes with fish oil. So fish oil is very anti-inflammatory. So remember, come down here. If you have inflammation, this process moves slower. But if I give you fish oil and I reduce that inflammation, well, then it's gonna work better because we've really kind of just eliminated that. So you can see how fish oil eliminates that. Um, if we take probiotics, we can eliminate this. So what you're doing is you're solving the problems that are slowing it down and also giving your body the things that it needs for the enzyme to work in order to make the process work more smoothly. And then lastly, the foods that you eat, including diet. So I have a lot of information about what type of foods thyroid patients should be consuming and what type of foods they should be um, avoiding. And diet plays an important role in how well your thyroid is functioning through its impact on micronutrient levels like zinc and selenium, and then also through its impact on your inflammatory levels. Remember, foods that you eat can be um, inflammatory, especially if they have seed oils and things like that. So the foods that you eat are very important for impacting this conversion process. Now remember, the bottom line is, you're probably gonna to have to know a lot of this information on your own, okay? Your doctor's probably not gonna know about this, definitely not gonna know about this. They do know that the T4 to T3 conversion process exists, but they probably don't know how many different things impact it. But that's to your advantage because you can take advantage of these things and positively impact it and reduce the things which are negatively impacting it. And the whole point here is to increase the amount of T3 that your body produces because remember, it is 300 times more biologically active than T4. 
So you want to increase the amount of T3 that is in your body and hopefully help your body convert that T4 into T3 without having to take the T3 by mouth. Now you can, uh, I'll just mention this here, there are ways to completely bypass this conversion process by taking T3 directly. So you can use medications like Cytomel or Lyothyronine. Um, T3 is also found in medications like natural desiccated thyroid, which by the way are why people really enjoy using those thyroid medications and tend to feel better on them. But if you don't have those as options, you can reduce these things and increase these things to increase T3 levels naturally. So I know this is kind of a little bit of a confusing topic. I wanted to make it hopefully easy to understand, but if you have any questions about this process, leave them in the comments below. I'll do my best to answer them. And I wanna hear from you guys. Do you know or feel that you have a T4 to T3 conversion process? Have you been told that your T3 levels are low or that your T4 levels are high? Um, do you think you have any of these negative uh, aspects and have you tried any of these positive things which can help this process move along? Leave those comments below. I'd be very interested to hear your story. By the way, if you haven't already, make sure you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information all designed to help thyroid patients. If you like this sort of stuff, you'll like uh, those resources as well. And again, they're free and you can download them uh, at the link below. That's all I have for you guys today and otherwise I will see you in the next one.